Hello. Welcome back to the Photo Engage podcast. I'm your host, retired United States Navy Master Chief John J. Giardina, avid landscape and travel photographer and passionate self-leadership coach. For I believe the first person we should lead each day is ourselves. In episode four, we spent some time on an empty beach, standing amongst the dune grasses, waving in the ocean breeze. The story that accompanies a photograph is an important one because an image gains power when it's put in context. The feeling the photographer hopes you experience when you engage with the image. I mean, that's why this podcast and my blog are called Photo Engage. I used that photograph last week to illustrate how one blade of grass was indeed beautiful, but fragile. And how bunches upon bunches of dune grasses standing together could keep a fragile dune intact, deflecting the wind and stabilizing the sand against the relentless tide. All this to make the point that working together, like the many grasses, is the way to accomplish great things. We can do so much more together than we ever could alone, despite the myth of the great lone wolf. We concluded our discussion by realizing that working together Being engaged in society, or with our family, or in our workplace, means accepting other people, their differing views, their varied backgrounds, their diverse ideas. Understanding them, listening to really get what they're about, instead of waiting for them to pause momentarily so we can immediately reply, is the key to building our influence. Can't have influence if we don't engage. An engagement is worthless if we fail to listen and really understand other people. This week, I want to take parts of this idea even further. If photographs are each worth a thousand words, then sharing a message of truth along with one of my images creates, I hope, a powerfully useful learning experience. Even more important, though, is what we do after we've learned, which is to do. Because to learn and not to do is really not to learn. We must apply the lessons to get the value from them. But before we begin, I want to thank all my listeners. I truly appreciate your support and continue to be amazed at the positive response to this new project of mine. I hope you'll choose to follow the Photo Engage podcast so you never miss an episode. Tell your friends about it and then visit my website to view the image we're discussing. It will also be available in my online marketplace if you're interested in owning some of my work. And with that, let's visualize. We're standing at a spot where the constant tidal action of the Rehoboth Bay Estuary has made a small cut in the narrow beach. This temporary channel in the sand bordered on each side by the remains of some old dune grass, is filled with foamy water from the gentle surf. It's approaching sunset, and we're looking out over the water of the softly rippling bay, smoothed a little by my lengthening the exposure time a bit. The luminous yellow-white sun is still above the far horizon, but only just, and it's causing a spectacularly weaving orange reflection in the water all the way from the far edge almost right to our feet in the sand. The clouded sky far above the setting sun is a deep grayish blue, but nearer the sun, from our earthly perspective of course, 
The lower clouds are lit up in bright oranges and yellows, as beautiful a sunset as you're likely to ever see. I call this image Evening Star because of the distinct rays emanating in all directions from the gigantic yellow dwarf in the center of our solar system. And there's not a one of us who doesn't profit from, in fact could even exist without the light, the precious life-giving warmth and energy from the sun. Under the sun we are all equal. Each of us requires what the sun provides. No one is exempt of that need. The question, then, is, if the sun can freely share its bounty with us in the infinitesimally unlikely dance of molten iron cord planet Earth, resulting protective magnetic field, large moon that moderates our climate and maintains the tides, and precious atmosphere and groundwater created from volcanic eruption and the exhalations of ancient algae, each life converting the sun's energy into sustaining nourishment. Who among us is so special, so beyond this cosmic gift, that they can feel superior to any other? What are other people? Problems to be avoided? Barriers to be overcome? Opinions and experiences to be ignored? There was a time before I internalized the reality that I control only my own thoughts, words, and actions, and nothing else, that I wrote the following. I get so discouraged sometimes from the pervasive divisiveness in our society. People so often seem to look at other people as obstacles. Other cars going too slowly, too many others on the sidewalk or in the stores, Wearing masks to slow the spread of the pandemic virus. The virus is real! Or not wearing masks because of personal freedom. It's a conspiracy! Vaccinations or no vaccinations. Mandates or personal choice. Too much traffic. Not enough workers. Impatience at the restaurant or in line at the gas station. Or when waiting for a government service. Not to mention how everything is political nowadays. The list of ways other people bother us is seemingly endless. And yet, other people aren't problems. They're fellow people with their own thoughts, fears, and concerns trying to live their lives. Just like you are. Just like I am. So make way just a bit. A little consideration goes a long way. You never know what someone else is going through, and some patience and understanding from you could make all the difference. We don't have to agree on everything to be kind to each other. May you find peace and happiness by sharing love, the ultimate renewable resource. Could it be that other people are seeing things from their own perspective, their own paradigm? That they aren't in the way, but are doing the things they need to do so they too can get home to their families. That they're not purposefully slowing you down, but are also working to help your place of business succeed. That they too are enjoying some leisure in the same place you chose to, because they also want to experience what the place has to offer. They didn't go there to be in your way any more than you did to be in theirs. 
Why then do so many of us feel put upon when other people are where we'd like to be? How could we better lead ourselves? Instead of seeing people as the problem, let's consider the incredible opportunities. Each person we meet is a source of new knowledge, new points of view, new information. As transcendentalist author Ralph Waldo Emerson wrote, every person I meet is my master in some point, and in that I learn from them. No matter how much you know, everyone you'll ever meet is better at something than you are. It may or may not be something you wish to improve upon, but the simple fact remains that if you are open to being influenced, to really listening not only with your ears, but also with your eyes and your heart, to listening for feeling and meaning as well as logic and reason, to deeply understand and learn, then everyone has something to teach you. Whether you choose to is within your control. What to do then? Obviously every person we meet won't be willing to or be in a position to spend time speaking with us. Nevertheless, we can certainly change our mindset from one of annoyance with them to one of gratitude, from one of inconvenience to one of opportunity, from one of arrogance to one of patience, to one of love. Because are we not to treat our neighbors as ourselves? In whatever form you may have learned this easy to say but difficult to do precept of principled living, Take a breath when someone cuts you off, or you miss the light, or the grocery store has too few lanes open, or the waiter is a little slow at the restaurant, or the line for tickets is longer than you expected, or the beach is more crowded than you'd like, or when someone's opinion or choices are different than yours, or whatever it may be. People aren't problems. They're just people doing their thing just like you are. As the Roman philosopher Seneca the Younger taught, wherever there is a human being, there is an opportunity for kindness. Will you choose to mistreat them with impatient contempt or lovingly, humanly treat them with kindness? Thanks for stopping by and listening to the fifth episode of the Photo Engage podcast. Please keep the comments coming because they give me ideas for future episodes. And please visit the Photo Engage blog that does a deeper dive on the topics I post about weekly on my social media. It's available on my website where I also share my photography portfolio, along with a digital marketplace for inspired patrons who wish to purchase my work. You can find the link in the description. Thanks again and I look forward to meeting with you here next week. In the meantime, lead yourself first, and I wish you fair winds and following seas.